like to welcome you back to the third episode of the Movement Effect podcast. And uh, today's guest, we're welcoming uh, two representatives, Nikki and Karede from uh, the Black Wellness Cooperative out based in uh, Halifax, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Um, as always with me is my co-founder, Kevin, uh, who is going to ask the first question and really kick things off for us today. Awesome. Yeah, Nikki, Karede, just thank you so much, first and foremost, for being here. Um, I just want to get into why, uh, talk about the Black Wellness Cooperative, um, why it was started, the inspiration behind it. Um, this is your time to shine with that. Um, yeah, so I'll share a little. Um, I think while we were home on our first lockdown in the pandemic, it, it's really interesting. Like, you know, a few of us started connecting online and I think a lot of us had previous connections, but um, Joy, um, one of our other founding members was, you know, sort of doing these interviews on Instagram um, and it sort of turned into this chat on Instagram and, and all these health and wellness providers in the province. And a lot of us were coming across each other for the first time. And it was really actually quite joyful because I think some of us in our own industries uh, can be quite isolated and sort of feel like we're, we're the other, but suddenly we realized that there was quite a few of us in the province who, um, you know, who are um, people of color, um, men and women in different fields. And just, we had this chance to connect. It was really empowering. And somehow it was almost like, in some ways there was a momentum that we either could surrender to or sort of take charge of. I think maybe we managed to do a little bit of both. Um, and we just decided to, to create something together and to co-create and to sort of, you know, not fully label it at the beginning, but see what, you know, if we all came together and chatted about what we felt like was missing. And obviously it was missing because we, we didn't know each other. So, you know, we were thinking, how do we knit this community together? How do we use our own voices and our own power and now in a united way? And I think that's, you know, really where the conversation started. And we just, you know, we're chatting, listening to each other, um, you know, trying to sort of think about what community might need, but also not make any assumptions based on our, our own singular views. And so um, we are a diverse group, uh, a unique individuals with a lot of um, amazing voices and talents and abilities. And uh, certainly it has, like I said, felt like there's been a lot of um, a momentum that we are just kind of uh, a part of and at times surrendering to. Karita, I'm uh, sure. Yeah, I, I think Nikki encapsulated that perfectly really like um, I guess my experience was you know COVID and we saw a lot of you know disparities against uh, black folks during that time and a lot of you know Black Lives Matter movements and things like that so you know um, as a black person you felt energized and wanted to do something about it but you know uh, Nikki highlighted you know being isolated in your own thing I had my own like Instagram account which I'm a physio I was just kind of doing my own thing and then uh, Joy hit me up and said like do you want to just um uh, actually, I don't even think she hit me up. She just added me in the group of like health <laughs> professionals. Um, and it was nice to see, like, for the most part, I've seen and, and heard of most of the folks because Nova Scotia is a small place, but like, I've never really spent a lot of time connecting and talking to people. And yeah, in, in, in his essence, the Black Wellness Co, at least the, the core group of us, it was, it was nice to just find that connection and just like um, see people that are, are very, uh, focused on wellness and trying to better not only themselves but others as well so like everybody having that kind of um, one goal one passion is just you know like anything if you're in with a group of people that kind of have the same dreams aspirations goals all that stuff 
there's no question it's going to energize you. So that's kind of, you know, the, where the momentum went off from there. And again, Nikki encapsulated that perfectly. So that's kind of how we just kind of been figuring things out here and there. I think you guys, you guys hit on that so well and that like everything that was going on with the pandemic last year, a lot of the stuff we were seeing down in the United States and then really not that just response down in the United States or up in Canada, but that global response to what we were going on, what we were seeing going on in terms of Black Lives Matter movements, but then how that linked in with say like a lot of indigenous movements that we're seeing in Canada right now with different indigenous groups and battling with government and oil pipelines, companies. And it seems like, because even for us, we, we just started last year. And I think a big part of that motivation came out of seeing what we were seeing happening around the world right then, of course, honing in on what was happening in the States at that time, but that's not individual to the States. We see that out here in Nova Scotia. Um, do see that across Canada as well, but it was motivation of like, okay, what can we do? Like, how do we create something that we're gonna be able to contribute in a positive way to our community locally and globally at large kind of thing. So I love the fact that amongst all that turmoil and everything that was going on, you guys were able to find a group of like-minded individuals that saw a problem or saw an area in which they could have a positive impact. And then, like you said, just have to roll with it. You can't stop it. You've got to roll with it. Right. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's brilliant. And I think so much of that is just hearing what you guys were saying and just it's echoing what our motivation was. So it's, it's so refreshing to hear that from other groups and that, we're seeing this replicated, hopefully, and all over and all walks of life right now. So that's excellent. And I think with that, um, kind of wanted to feed into that. So with Nova Scotia and just some of the history out here, did you guys find there were any like hurdles that you had to overcome in starting the organization? Um, I know dialogue had been opened up through say like conversations like this over social media, but in terms of kind of getting the groundwork started for the organization turning into this, did you find there were hurdles or any obstacles that you guys were having to overcome? You know, I think some of those obstacles and I I guess maybe obstacle isn't the right word. Like some of those are continuous. Um, You know, I think it's part of our mission certainly to to not make the mistake of assuming we know better than communities what they need. And so that isn't necessarily an obstacle. It's just a a point of care that we have undertaken that, you know, we will converse and listen and ask and be open. Um, You know, it just, again, it felt uniquely timed. Like even when we sort of decided to formalize the organization, we hadn't really decided fully to become, you know, a a not-for-profit and then, you know, as we started to apply for grants, we realized we needed that status. And it was like, this is happening. Like we sort of talked about it maybe being something we undertook in the first year. And suddenly it was like, this is meant to happen now. And we just sort of went with it and just trusted, you know, we have all these amazing minds and these contributors in our group. And it seems like everybody has, you know, these unique gifts that even if they can't be here to do social media, they have grant writing skills or, you know, they're a lawyer or so it's just, um, we've had all these contributions that have helped us kind of take advantage of the fact that right now the world is listening. And um, I certainly have never felt in my life completely like I've had the power to be listened to as a woman of color. And um, I think in this moment, and it started, you know, during the pandemic and with some of the things we, we saw with Black Lives Matter, where it was like, 
suddenly people who had never listened or had never even realized there was anything to listen to were listening to us. And that biggest obstacle or what sometimes felt like the biggest obstacle was suddenly gone. And, and I've heard myself say so many things this past year that I would never have been able to say to people 18 months ago, a year ago. Um, and so I think, you know, that's been really exciting and the other side of, of that story for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, I don't know, I don't think we've really had any sort of obstacle in, in part of our, our group, we're all um, uh, from different parts of Nova Scotia and around and things like that, too. So uh, we kind of have our pockets in different parts of the community as well. And I think, again, the big thing is that we're, we're here to listen, we're not here to come in and invade or do anything, we're here to help. And, you know, if people are willing to accept that help, sure. And if not, then that's okay, too. Um, yeah, but, you know, always appreciative of what people have to say, what people have to offer, uh, where, where, whether where community we go, wh whatever community we have go to. Um, I'll talk about most recently, we went to North Preston and we did a little walk around and, you know, listen to um, um, uh, some of what the community members had to say about the community and what we could do to help them. But again, it's never, it's never, us trying to go in it's you know we're accepting and helping here's what we want to do what, what we want to try and promote from a, a health and wellness perspective and um, if you're if you're willing or interested you know we're happy to help and collaborate in any way so I, I definitely don't think there's been really any obstacles um, as, as of late everyone has, everyone has been very open welcoming and supportive and stuff for sure. That's awesome. And I wanted to I wanted to touch on that too in regards to the representation, not only of the people you're reaching out to, um, like if it is a diverse population and if, if all um, areas are or all forms of people are um, receptive to what you're, I guess, teaching or promoting. Um, and on the flip side of that, the representation of, um, uh, I guess, workers in the healthcare system in Nova Scotia, like if it is very scarce of um, people in the BIPOC community, um, and also if they're, you know, if 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 you've seen any, um, um, I guess support from that from those people, uh, those few people in in those spaces. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, as far mm -hmm. as representation goes, I'm I'm very very adamant that representation matters. We need it. When, in all walks of life, I think it's super important. And I'll speak for myself, just uh, I graduated from physio 2016 and um, there haven't been a lot of people that have graduated, uh, people of color, uh, black people from, from that physio school at Dalhousie. I remember um, <laughs> going down the hallway and looking at all the graduates for the past like 10 years and not seeing one, one um, a black face there. So, you know, it's it's just kind of like, well, what what do you do about it? And then, you know, thankfully, I don't, I don't know if it was just a product of myself or, or as of recently, we've had a whole stream of um, uh, uh, Black uh, students come in and, you know, we started to build a little bit of community there too. But yeah, I think, I think it's so important. So you got to kind of have um, some mentors or people to look up to just so you can believe that things are possible. And um, um, yeah, and that's that's why 
when we try and do stuff, um, we want to try and go to our kids and the youth and just show that I'm here, I'm doing this, and you're able to do it too. So, yeah, as far as representation goes, um, I know I know you said some other stuff, but um, as far as the representation point goes, I think that's essential and and, and needs to be incorporated and. In, in all aspects, and that's what we try to do as well, too. So we're we're a bunch of powerful powerful people within our group, and um, uh, we want to uh, motivate and encourage uh, folks that may not think they may be able to do it that they certainly can for sure. Yeah, and I love that. You know, I think um, a lot of our group are fighters, right? They're people who have built careers on their own, um, who have succeeded. Um, sometimes in, um, you know, in the face of massive challenges and, and we show up in a positive way. Um, you know, we, we celebrate each other, we are there for each other. And I think representation isn't just about um, those single people we see, it's about how we show up for each other. You know, I think it's huge when it's like, I'm not gonna succeed despite all the people that I keep out of my way, I succeed because I've been uplifted. And now I'm doing the work of uplifting and that's in our group. Um, and we're modeling that, I think as our, our community, as the BWC, you know, we are modeling what it means to be for each other because that's what it's going to take to raise up more people, right? That we don't want people to be, so for some of us, you know, with singular paths and lonely roads and, and certainly we're all better for it. So there's no complaints there, but you know, I wanna see young people uh, surrounded by other young people thriving and that they learned that this is going to happen through, um, you know, as a community um, and that we are stronger actually when we take the time to lift someone else up instead of just hurrying ahead so we can reach some imaginary finish line. And I feel really proud of us for that. I think it's um, a beautiful aspect of what we've built and, and I certainly think we all hold it dear in our own ways. So um, I think that's a very powerful um, kind of representation as well. Absolutely. I, I, and specifically just jumping to a moment for creative, what you had mentioned with physio and especially at Dalhousie, like being a student going through that program currently. And to be honest, I did take that same route to walk down that hallway and look at those graduates to see who has come before me and it's only in those recent years that we're starting to see more representation and that can look like a number of different things, but it's been positive to see that change and to see that, okay, they're ones who've come before me, they've, they've gotten through it, they're here, that em empowerment feeling to see that, okay, people have walked this path and I'm following in their footsteps, it's very encouraging. And to, like you guys said, to be able to pass that forward in terms of the representation with the community reach outs, which kind of ties into a question I was about to ask, but um, yeah, to be able to give back in that form to show like, look, we can, any of us can do anything that we want. We are living proof. There's a community with you, beside you, behind you, in whatever form it needs to take that you want. And you can reach out at your beck and call kind of thing. And with that, I wanted to ask, how has how have you guys found the community response has been since you started this? And have you found people have been like receptive? Have they been reaching out, wanting to get engaged, wanting to get involved in any way kind of thing? Yeah, I think, you know, we're definitely seeing lots of community response, requests for stuff. I think people just excited and curious and like here to see what we build. Um, 
it's been really cool actually just to to have been welcomed and to have so many people be so excited that we exist and that they recognize that we're here to serve and and fill a space that hasn't been filled yet in in a unique way um so it's been exciting and uh, you know it's a little intimidating but also seriously exciting that we're just at the very beginning of of what's possible when we really start to connect and listen and create and you know um, so I, I'm certainly excited about what's coming, you know, as we move into year two and, and to see what we do once we um, really start to stand on this foundation we've built. Yeah, exactly. And that, that was, that was my point. And exactly that last point is that we're, we're just in its infancy and, and honestly, we don't even know what we're capable of doing yet. And there's lots of, there's lots of massive potential and options and, uh, you know, that's, that in itself is very exciting. So, um, so far, the, the response has been very positive um, and very encouraging, um, and that, that allows us to keep pushing and keep trying to strive and things like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for what's to come, and, and um, yeah. Awesome. And any, um, anything you can share with listeners in regards to what they can expect in the near future, at least, um, with upcoming initiatives or anything like that? We want the sneak peek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, for, uh, personally, for me, like I don't know, and depending on how it goes, like I would love us to have like our own like space hub where people can come through and you know talk to Nikki if they want to about things, myself if they want to about things. It's kind of a kind of a home or space around here, um, but you know who, who knows. Um, but. Um, you know, we've been doing boot camps here and there, and those will continue to go. Uh, we're on Instagram providing educational pieces, and uh, we'll continue to do some things along that platform, um, consultations or education or meets outs and in, in, along in the community. Um, you know, possibilities are endless. I don't know if Nikki wants to add on some of those stuff. There. Yeah, we have an ongoing program right now, like breath. Um body and mind work we're doing. So I love, obviously that's deeply um, close to my heart. So I love that that's ongoing and hopefully that expands and grows. Um, you know, we've been fortunate enough that we've already um, had two grant wins this year. So we've, um, yeah. we're renovating some spaces, upgrading some spaces. We will have a website coming, hopefully not just with our own resources and information for all the members, but hopefully start to compile like a list of health and wellness resources throughout the province for people. Um, because that that doesn't necessarily exist right now. So we'd like to at least be a hub for that. Um, and yeah, I think we're all big dreamers. So probably it would be easier to list what we don't plan on doing. <laughs> I don't know. We, we're just like, we're here for all of it. We just want to reach as many people as possible in the way that they, they would like us to. So, um, you know, possibly finding ways to reach more people online um, and taking advantage of the beautiful weather that's coming, you know, showing up in all the communities um, that will have us in any way we can just to bring community together in safe and, and joyful ways, right? It's all about that joy underneath it all too, right? Wellness and for us, you know, resistance and vibrancy is about joyful living, right? And you know what, that's such a, such a great point, like us going into spring right now, warm weather, this being the first full winter we went through this pandemic, everything that's been going on globally, like, 
with that that ability to yeah, reach out to those maybe more remote communities or people that are in areas where yeah they can't access these resources as readily to be able to get this to them in some way or some form get them connected with others if necessary with you guys whatever form that might take like i'm sure like mental health wise for a lot of people that's going to be so impactful especially during all of this um like I think that mental health component, and we were chatting about this a little bit before the call, Friday, just before you jumped on with uh, Nikki, we were just chatting about like how much this would have impacted just even COVID by itself, how much this would have impacted people's mental health and to now have resources like what you guys are offering and bringing out to communities. Like it's a chance for an outlet, that chance for normalcy again, some form of it and surpassing that hopefully and just sky's the limit kind of thing so do you so not knowing a lot about all the communities in nova scotia do you find that there are more isolated communities than there are communities that have resources that are readily available to them just from what you guys either have experienced yourselves or what what you're seeing now since you've kind of gotten started with the black wellness I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, you, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think. I mean, Nova Scotia is made up of so many small, like you know communities that are spread out wild, widely. Um, and so I think in a lot of ways, um, you know, that can be one of the, the pitfalls here is that you really feel like, you know, even I'm only, you know, not far out of the city, but I definitely see the difference in how our roads are maintained. Uh, we don't have sidewalks out here, right? I'm on the edge of, North, of uh, East Preston, right? It's, um, we certainly feel differently seen by the big city and the, the center of the province where, where most of the, the population is. Um, so I can only make assumptions about remote communities just based on my own small experience and a little bit of interaction. Um, but I certainly know, you know, and having lived in even more remote places in the province, you know, there is that sense of not being seen for sure and not being attended to in, in, in different ways. Um, and what I love about starting this conversation is that, you know, the wellness world, especially sometimes does not see people of color, right? Because we are actually told wellness is a certain thing and it rarely is, mm -hmm. um, you know, black or indigenous populations. We're not sold that. And so I think really, um, the opportunity in this moment is also just to expand the conversation around what wellness is and to to say to communities who also aren't in this sort of main part of the province that, you know, uh, we see you, we know you're out there and we're, we're trying to listen to the ways that you want us to show up, right? And, and that we certainly can't solve all of the problems, but it is, you know, invaluably, invaluably well, that was a bad word choice maybe since of too many L's in that one, but it is so powerful to say to people like, you know, we're, we're here to hear what you need and what you want. And, um, you know, that these people are listening, you know, and these people who look like you and have similar stories in some ways, not in all ways, 
um, are ready to actually acknowledge that there is a bigger definition of what this story can be. And so let's, let's build it together, right? And, and being seen and being heard is the first step towards changing anything. And so even though we can't necessarily attend to all the issues, and it certainly isn't our work to maybe attend to everything, mm -hmm. um, just letting people know that we are here and that there is a new and loud voice that is also for you know, Black and Indigenous populations and um, any communities really that are underserved or underseen. Um, I think that's really powerful and that um, it, it lends a bit of a lifeline to people who do maybe feel like they're they're being left out of that sort of center part of the province where everything happens all the time. Yeah. It's, um, sorry, Kev, were you gonna say something? Uh, no, you can go ahead. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? I think I just lost my thought for a second. <laughs> you jump on that. Maybe that'll come back to me. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's so key. And you mentioned some of the stuff um, previously that you, had done even just, first of all, making yourself known um, and seen to those people. Um, but just speaking on, I, I can't remember the exact wording you used, but I wanted to touch on how, or how much of an emphasis or focus does the BWC have in regards to catering to those mental uh, health issues? Because as all of you guys are great practitioners, um, working in the field, professionals, um, from a physical standpoint, right? But has, has there been a lot of talk within the members of BWC and how they can, what initiatives they can do to, to cater to that mental health side? Yeah, I think, I mean, that's been, I think an ongoing conversation. Um, you know, certainly we, we talk about things like, you know, even being able, if we, one of us was looking for a therapist or someone in community, right? Do we, um, do we have uh, people of color that we can recommend? Um, you know, that conversation has showed up. We've had people reach out to us and ask, do we know, you know, where there's directories and stuff like that? And, and certainly with COVID, like we've all seen the stats about, you know, what's happening with mental health and wellness. And, um, you know, I think for us, we're, we're always trying to be mindful of, you know, staying within our expertise because um, there are people out there doing the work that needs to be done in different ways, but like, how does wellness and mental health relate to what we do? Um, how can we have honest conversations within our group that, you know, foster, you know, more care and insight about that conversation and, and just make us more aware of maybe what's going on or where we can have an impact. Um, so I feel like those conversations are happening for sure. Uh, Karita, I don't know what you would add to that. Um... Uh, yeah, I think things are uh, kind of ongoing in, in that realm. Um, you know, I think um, in the future, holding more space for conversations in the community about mental health might be something that we would look to. Um, um, holding more safe spaces for conversation, hold, holding more more times to to uh, breathe and and take care of them themselves might be something that we'll continue to kind of look to um, and then just kind of again emphasizing that we're we're here to help and I think part of part of um, uh, mental wellness is, is feeling that uh, you're supported in some way form or fashion and um, going along those lines um, yeah I think those, those are things that we'll be kind of continuing to do and, and, and looking forward to doing. Yeah, I think something you'd said was um, even people reaching out for information 
to find somebody else in healthcare, whether they were using you guys as a resource to then locate somebody else, just that to be able to pick up the phone or send that email because they recognize an organization and a group that they identify with and they feel safe and comfortable with to like, even if it's that initial very first time, just mm. opening up a line a dialogue with somebody to get things rolling like that, even just that first step for somebody can be so intimidating. So the fact that they feel safe enough to do that is like, it's huge. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time if you're not, with that lack of representation, you can feel very intimidated, very, mm-hmm. okay, I don't feel represented that nobody sees me and nobody hears what I'm saying. I don't feel I can reach out to anybody either. So I think, yeah, just even the fact your presence is having that impact on the communities that speaks volumes in and of itself already. Like the impact you guys have been having, that's amazing. Um, It's one of those things that I think everybody who gets into healthcare in some shape, way or form, you, your goal is to help people that may take and to have that even if it's a secondary effect because once again i think we're all more involved in the physical aspect but then the mental health component just comes along i never if i could go back 10 years ago thinking okay i want to do physio not realizing like okay you know what part of that role is going to be being a counselor potentially interacting with a patient mental health check whatever form that's going to take so yeah that's Mm -hmm. awesome and i think you guys having such a diverse group in terms of all your backgrounds like it's covering the entire breadth of like healthcare wellness exercise like in that way you guys have so many resources within each other for yourselves to be able to reach out to one another and refer to this person who's reaching out looking for help so yeah and and actually that's a good point too because there's there's still some some gaps that we we have like we could use like uh nutritionists and maybe social workers or um, psychologists that could be, you know, direct as part of involved in the group, but you know, there's not, I don't, I don't know of any dietitians that um, are BPOC or, or I don't no, know, maybe they, haven't, maybe, maybe they haven't reached out yet. Um, but, you know, that's, that's part of the challenge here in, in, in Nova Scotia, as well as that mm-hmm. just, there's just not that much representation there and then to find once you find that representation are they open and willing to have the same sort of things that we want to do here too so you know we can't force those things on people it's not for everybody right but um um yeah i think that's that's also part of the challenge too because you know from my perspective yes my my job is mostly physical stuff but as far as my scope i'm i'm here to just listen and i think that's really important um, as far as the mental health piece too, and just um, recognizing that the other piece too is that you know if you're if you're physically healthy, your mental health might might kind of follow along with that too. And then on the same token, if you're mentally well, you know physical health will follow along too. And and all the other pillars of health that are that are there too, social, um, all those aspects. But yeah, I think you know expanding on the group might be something that we'll have conversations about and seeing if we can fill in some of those other gaps in, in terms of wellness and um yeah and hopefully that can help in other aspects of of um, communities lives as well yeah and and i love to like the conversation like certainly as a you know a yoga teacher you know before these past couple of years you know i didn't always connect how deeply impactful physical work was and you know, in the past year or two, doing some work with, you know, trauma and how it lives in the body and, 
and doing even more deeper work with breath and how to move energy through body and breath and just really realizing, you know, any of these physical practices we undertake, how healing they are, um, you know, not just mentally, but in the fact that our bodies hold so many of our stories that need to be left behind, moved through or let go of. And so I think all of this work is vital in that aspect as well, you know, that it's actually um, really powerful work and it, it can be joyful and it can be fun and it can be hard and we can, you know, be in a heap in the floor at the end sweating or whatever we do, right? Whatever we undertake. But all of this work is also like supremely powerful um, as far as healing. And that's part of what our communities need. It's part of what we all need um, as people of color, like whether we, you know, fully recognize those stories or not. You know, I know for me, I'm only just embracing a lot of myself and I have a lot of healing to do and that needs to be moved through my body and my breath. So I certainly appreciate other teachers more and other fitness instructors and my chiropractor and, you know, my physiotherapist, all these people are helping me heal. Um, and it's not just about the body. It's the story of my whole self. And, and that's part of also what we want to bring to community. Yeah, it's that patient centered care model that we learned so much about, right? Like that, yeah, that once again, word encapsulate that we were saying before trigger words for 2020, 2021 encapsulate. Um, yeah, yeah like, and, and the patient, sorry to jump in, but yeah, as, no. as far as patient centered care, the, I think the, the biggest thing is, is empathy and, and listening. And that's yes. been the theme of what we've talked about so far. So, you know, just taking that and holding space to listen to what our people have to say um, and, and what the community has to say, and we adapt accordingly, uh, will allow us to uh, provide sufficient wellness um, to whoever the needs are, are, are present to, presented to us and things like that. Awesome. And uh, just before we, uh, this is a question I want to make sure I ask before we head off, but where can people find you? Like, where can they go uh, website-wise, social media, um, Facebook accounts? Like, where can they find you? Uh, so Black Wellness Co. I know there's an <laughs> I still I know there's an underscore somewhere, but yeah, black, search up Black Black uh, Wellness Co. That's that's number one. Um, and my individual accounts, I, I post some physio stuff. Uh, it's called Rede Rehab, R E D E, and then Rehab. Um, you can, and that's that's where you can kind of find me and, and hit me up and things like that. So yeah, and it's Black underscore Wellness Co. Mm -hmm. I just double there we go. <laughs> um, the website will be coming soon. We do have our domain. It's bwcns.ca. So really excited to start building that this year. Um, and I am Nikki, N-I-K-K-I underscore possibilities on uh, Instagram or nikkipossibilities.ca is my website, which um, I also had time to build while I was off last winter. So um, yeah, so we're around. We're always trying to share, you know, love, recognition, learning, um, truth, joy, um, all of it really. Is, you can already see the future now. Like the way I'm picturing it is you guys have like your standalone building and everything is in house where you have the yoga studio, you have your gym, you have your physio offices, you have your counselor offices, maybe psychologist, dietitian, this, that, and the other. All in house, right? You don't need to leave. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Right? Letters yeah, written the outside of the building. That Sounds like it'll work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Just keep yeah. believing and, and all the hard work. Uh, we get a lot of people donating time and heart um, without asking anything in return, just night and day. And uh, that's part of it too. So 
Um, but we're here for all of it. And uh, certainly this is just the beginning for us. Amazing guys. Um, yeah, just want to thank you guys both for coming on and chatting with us today. This has been amazing and it's beautiful to see this happening across the country once again. And for me being out here in Nova Scotia to see what you guys are doing, like right on. I, we wish nothing but the best for you guys, for your communities, for the communities out here and hope that you guys just continue to thrive in 2021. Knock on wood for everybody thrive in 2021 after last year. <laughs> We need a yeah, break. Sure. We need a break. For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. That's 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 great. And same same wishes to you guys and the movement effect yeah. and your, your individual individual lives, careers, all that stuff too. Thanks for thanks for having us on for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and for holding space for this. You know, I don't think I've been in so many rooms this past year, even virtual. That I just look around screens. I see people like me, and I feel you know powerful and seen and heard and. So more of this, like, thank you for doing this. This is really great, really yeah. great. Right on. Kev, any closing uh, thoughts? No, you cut. You covered the thank yous. Um, just super grateful. Um, personally, I'll definitely reach out and um, just keep up to date with BWC. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. I love the sweater, by the way. I think that's the WNBA sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love it, love it. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to rock one, find one, but I, I haven't just yet. But it's still, it <laughs> awesome, guys. So perfect, uh, everybody. Once again, thank you for tuning in for the third episode of the Movement Effect podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes. Mm -hmm.